Yo, what up? It's your girl Kilowatt. I am driving to go get Braylon. It is New Year's Eve. If you see it through the eyes of a Gregorian calendar, I'm more of a moon cycle type of bitch and the changing of the seasons and solstice and equinox. So the true New Year doesn't actually begin until spring equinox. So that'd be Aries season um, between March and April. That being said, we have about three months remaining in the true year. Uh, however, it does, it is marked. It's, it, there's validity behind a new year and having a, a symbol for new beginnings. And I think that's important. It prepares you for making decisions about what you want to do in the near. So we got three years to manifest, or three months, sorry, to manifest the new beginning in March and April, which is perfect for me because that's about the time I'm due to leave for school. However, I think I might have potentially passed the uh, window for enrolling, which is fine. I need to uh, gain employment relatively soon, and I think I can find that through the 911 dispatch center. I know that there's a level of grit and depth that's required for a job of that caliber where you're dealing with a lot of trauma and dysfunction. <laughs> and I'm sure that that will be tested. It's certainly going to be an experience. That's, that's a guarantee if I were to pursue that, which I think I need to uh, in order to get situated and prepared for leaving for four months, which... It's going to be really cool. I think it's important to uh, properly prepare for the journey ahead. You can't just really, I mean, ideally you would prepare. You can't really just fly by the seat of your pants because that's how you end up homeless with nothing to eat. <laughs> so it's important to have foresight. I'm, uh, I'm kind of coming down from... Uh, a slew of epiphanies that took place last night where I sat with my best friend, James. Uh, and the two of us have really been through it together. You know, a lot of the time when you're really connected with another person and your paths collide, there's a tendency for um, really pivotal moments in your life to coincide along the same timeline. So for him, it was losing Alana for me, it was releasing Sam and also understanding or conceptualizing what I was doing with that, uh, how I got into that really dysfunctional relationship, how I ended up being so hurt, you know, and traumatized. And it was sort of my, my epiphany moment was sort of where I piece together in my mind how I got there, you know, like what allowed me to be the quintessential target for somebody who's very manipulative and incredibly selfish, uh, who clearly doesn't see me or my power, or who I am as a person. How did I get into that situation? That's the big question. It's a big one because you must understand how you got there in order to not repeat the cycle. And I really needed to dive into that. And James and I always have really cool conversations. That's one of the reasons why I love him so much. And we're both going through it, you know, like losing your wife 
and your partner and then also processing trauma and grief, you know, is a big one for him. So the two of us set out on a little journey last night where we sat under the sky and just talked about everything. And I really came to the conclusion that I fell into that situation with Sam mainly as like a band-aid to a broken heart. Uh, and that started with the realization that my child at six years old was forever changed. You know, that's a big one. My child was thrown into this vast ocean of pain and trauma and he was alone. And as his mother, I had to jump in with him. I had to go get my kid and I'm still getting him. You know, I'm still pulling him out of the depths of that. And this is all symbolic, by the way, this entire podcast will likely be very symbolic. Uh, I, I, I have a tendency to talk in poetry and it's fucking way confusing if you don't follow it. But if you do, you can get something from it. So please just bear with me. My child was thrown into this ocean of pain and trauma and very much a sea of illusion because when you're trying to numb out something so traumatic, you self-medicate with drugs and people and images and ideas of who you could be and what you are and trying to replace the power that was taken from you. And that'll lead you down a dark road, man. It's going to be real murky, you know? And as his mother, I couldn't, I couldn't just sit by the side of the ocean and watch him drown. I had to jump in with him and that meant a lot of loss. I lost my marriage. I lost my concept of self. I lost my own perception of what the world really is and what I was here for. When the truth is, I'm here to be a really good fucking mother and a powerful spirit and presence and, and offer healing and understanding and compassion to the people around me that I, that I love. And that's a really cool thing to understand about yourself. At 37, you know, I, there's something called the D9 chart in Vedic astrology. Um, and I'm walking into that stage in my life where I'm going to become ultimately who I am for a large part of my life. So I'm really cultivating that, that power and the energy that I have inside of me and, and kind of pulling up my bootstraps and preparing for fucking work, man, because you, you can be broken and bruised and battered, but it's about waking up in the morning and doing what must be done to feed the children and motherfuckers. Those babies are going to eat. <laughs> They're going to eat. Sorry if it's really loud. I'm driving. Uh, and because of uh, so many door slams that took place, very, very powerful door slams, the the window, uh, the mechanical window mechanism on the side door panel is broken. And so it was stuck into the middle position. I think it's a, it's a cost of maybe about 300 to fix. So that's just adding to the tally of damage that was done. Like he kicked my mother's windshield in a fit of rage when I was trying to drive him to the ER because I thought that he was um, having a mental breakdown and I didn't know what to do. Obviously now I know the option to call 988 is there on the table and I wish I could have done that. Would have probably saved my mother a windshield, but, uh, 
I was able to to sit there and look at the fucking crack in my mother's windshield every day and process that this is not a person who's safe to be around. This is not somebody I want to put around my children, and it certainly isn't anyone I want to give my time to because he's so lost in his own sea of pain and trauma that I don't know if he'll ever find his way out, and I pray that he does. I really do. But it's not my job to see him through. It's my job to get my my child. You know, my kid's drowning, and I'm saving him right now, and he doesn't even know it. He's saving me, and he doesn't even know it. It's It was a really good conversation. We really did tap into something I needed. Uh, and I, I think this new step in my life towards being clear and focused and sober is recognizing that it never worked before because I had never fully committed to a life of clarity. You know, like I, I always kept in the back of my mind that I could return to drinking and have a healthy relationship with that. But the truth is there's no future for me there. And so as a person, I had to really evaluate like, okay, this is my weakness. Here are my strengths and this is what I'm going to do about it. And it's just about making good choices and living above reproach and being the powerful mother that I can be for my children and never going back to who I was when I was with Sam. And I'm so eternally blessed and grateful for this, this moment, this epiphany, this light bulb that has taken place within my own personal soul, you know, because really that's all that we come in with. You know, we, we come in with a soul, we carry it and, and nourish it throughout the course of our lifetime. And then we leave with it. And the crazy thing is it's not even ours to keep because we pass it on to creator and we share our experiences so that it can have a full understanding of what it means to be human. And that's something that I really felt so strongly about last night when we were talking. I was like, you know what? I fucking get it, man. Like everything that's led me down this dark little rabbit hole and mystery shrouded in addiction uh, was all to refine me as a person and and teach my children how to do what must be done to feed the children. <laughs> and it was funny because we were talking about our spirit animals last night. And James was like, I'm a sea turtle. And when I was 13 years old, I was coming into womanhood. Like, that's really mostly the time that you start to come into yourself consciously. There's like a shift and it's noted in the native community that you have a dream about your spirit guide. And my spirit guide was a sea turtle. <laughs> I thought that was super fucking rich, man. I was like, coincidentally, blah, blah, blah. I shared that with him and he felt really cool about that. I, we were laughing because we just considered life in all its complex splendor. And we were like, you know what? We're motherfucking sea turtles and we're just out here swimming trying to make it happen, trying to save the people that we love and save ourselves and understand what life is. And it was really cool. I very much enjoy my conversations with James and I'm grateful to have him in my life. Uh, today, I'm going to attempt to do something fun with the children. I don't know what we'll come up with, but I'm sure it will be something memorable. Uh, even if it's just making homemade pizza and playing with sparklers and watching a movie. It's just something that needs to happen because it is the mark for change and new beginnings. So even if I don't necessarily believe it's the beginning of the year, I do believe it's the beginning of a new story and it's happening 
uh, right now. So I just wanted to share that little gem with you guys uh, on my drive. I'm sorry for all the back noise, the background noise. That's the, that's the window that won't roll up and it's like taped off with plastic and bubble wrap. It's definitely a vision obstructor, so I'm surprised I haven't been pulled over with it yet. But I am very fortunate and lucky to have you guys in my life. I'm grateful that I have this opportunity to continue being here and sharing my story, and I love you very much. I hope you guys are doing well, and I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Bye.